0: Recording to the cloud. Okay, we're go.
1: We are good. So, uh, uh, good morning, good morning, good morning on sailing into the Saturday, July 4th, our 244th birthday of America. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, live from Barrow Beach with two...
0: Sisters! And good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, a.k.a wellness diva on the heart rate monitor. Unfortunately, I I am unable to be on the map. for, I think I have about another eight or nine days, but I am wearing my very patriotic ILKB um, shirt today and very proud to be an American today. Obviously, 4th of July, so many wonderful memories. And speaking of our 244th birthday for the united states i do recall that 44 years ago we were on our way down to florida and we were actually in dc for the 200th birthday we were Yes, we were. You, Donna Winter, Wayne Duffy. Oh,
1: that's right. Ollie's Trolley in D.C. We celebrated 1976. You're absolutely right. Was it okay? So now, 44 years ago. Hmm. Yeah.
0: I was 13, 14 yeah. years
1: old. Oh, I forgot about that. That's absolutely right. We. Wow. That was such such a such a trip. I wonder if Washington, D.C. has those anymore. Probably not. I'm not really sure. But it was called Ollie's Trolley. And they had the biggest, biggest, biggest burgers. They were so, so yummy and, and good. And nothing like celebrating July 4th on its 200th birthday in D.C. was That, that was probably one of the, I, I'd have to say it was probably one of the best fireworks displays I ever saw in my entire life
0: what i recall yes it was it was absolutely amazing and the anticipation of waiting for the fireworks to go off and just everyone around us people obviously that we didn't <coughs> didn't even know celebrating being an american and just the talks the laughs and of course going back to wayne's and uh <laughs> i remember a big bong he had in his
1: I think that's why I think I ate two trolley burgers. I, as, as I recall, he had said, "Oh," and he was actually joking. He had said, "You better order two because I know you're gonna you're gonna get the munchies." And I'm like, "Really? Okay." And they were like this big, and I ate them both. And then I think we we went back, or we, we were listening to Pink Floyd at that point. I believe is as, is as, as recollection from 44 years ago. I believe that's exactly how it happened. And uh, yes, it was a fun time and I enjoyed it. Um, I was also proud because that is uh, for John and I. John graduated from college in 1976 and I graduated from high school in 1976. So it was a very, very big year, great celebration. And today we kind of go back in that spirit of, you know, red, white, and blue. Let's not talk about black or white. Let's just talk about red, white, or blue. Although we got to talk about black and white for a little bit, those are great colors. And last night, obviously, I, you know, many, many people, I was over a million viewers that I could see of from, from just online was watching the Mount Rushmore celebration. The governor there did an amazing job, such an articulate speaker. I absolutely enjoyed um, her, her, her speech, but I also enjoyed, I mean, the flyby, the just, you know, the, the crowd enthusiasm, you know, seeing the mountain in the background, it was really, It was really impressive. I mean it just it just was like just to see it that close because you know especially with the HD TVs now everything is so crystal 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 crispy clear so to see the mountain like that close from obviously the vantage point of the who's ever filming it was was spectacular and gave me such pride gave me such joy absolutely love a very smart man. I love the fact that he put an executive order on the emergency of destruction of monuments and now he's going to have one he's going to have a big park i don't know where it's going to be of monuments very clever businessman very clever president very smart smart man some people will agree some people won't and that's okay um there's one thing that you cannot deny he loves our country and that is what i'm celebrating but also the, the, the kind of the news on the side was this whole thing about two, two national anthems, which I'm going to be honest, I'm a little confused. I don't really understand the point of it. Where, And actually, we were, I was actually chatting when we were chatting with Chris about this, Chris Caldwell the other day, of where the protests are going and what is the action that is occurring as a result of the protest and we kept saying we don't see any action we don't see people getting around the roundtable and discussing ways to uh, combat and reform uh, law enforcement because we we all agree that there are there are steps that should be taken for those officers because like in any any business in any line of work in any corporation business hospital you're always going to have the a, a small percentage of people that are not representing your company well, maybe not doing their job well, not performing, and in this case of the law enforcement, or have traits of racism in, in in the way that they they treat people. So I don't see any real action that is really occurring from these protests, meaning roundtable discussions, other than obviously the obvious talk that you see all over the all over alerts and whatnot is defund, 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 defund the police. I haven't, have you, I haven't seen anything.
0: No, I have not specifically seen anything. The only thing that I've seen recently, and I have not um, been on social media a lot, nor have I been following the news too much this past week, um, just finalizing (laughs) some other stuff. But what I keep on hearing is the defund the police, defund the police. And... I'm still trying to understand that. I understand the concept. But for instance, in the city of um, New York, New York, New York, uh, where Mayor Bill de Blasio, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly.
1: Do you really care if you're pronouncing it correctly? i uh, no, not really. The guy's really. a schmuck. The guy's a schmuck. I don't, I don't, party aside, the guy's a schmuck. I don't care what party he's from. He's yeah, just I don't a- either. He's, he's just a... He does not have the good of the people in his interest. No, because you would be having, you would be gathering
0: specialists in the, in this area from, you know, all different walks of life, from, you know, the town councilman to the police chief, the commissioners,
1: different police officers and different precincts. And may add, his own governor doesn't, you know, not that I'm a huge Cuomo fan either, but he you can see he does love his state. I, I get that more feeling than de Blasio. And he he's not in agreement with, agreement with. a billion dollars. That's a—that's some big bucks.
0: It, it really is. And I feel that, well, I said this to Gary yesterday. I'm like, there is no way, um, you know, some people know that, you know, I was, was going back and forth to New York for some um, some different job interviews and stuff. There is no way I will even think about traveling to New York, number one, by myself, but number two, even if I was with Gary, it's not happening, not anytime soon.
1: No, and it's, it's a shame because obviously, you know, you know, what's playing in my mind is, you know, the, the song by Frank Sinatra, New York, New York, like the city that never sleeps, well they're damn hell not sleeping now they all got one eye open because they're wondering what the hell happened what what bomb what 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 protests what destruction is going to happen next and when i hear about defunding the police you know and they talk about you know the city that never sleeps and the shopping and all and i'm thinking you're gonna have a city with no blue on the streets never mind the shoppers there's gonna be no blue on the streets and actually i came up with a different version of Frank Sinatra's song, which I'm still working on. You know, sometimes when you have to de-stress, you gotta have a little fun. And when I was actually rewriting Frank Sinatra's song, it was therapeutic, but it was kind of sad at the same time because I absolutely love New York. I love Radio City Music Hall, I love the parks, I love the people, I love the action, I love the food. And now it's like nothing but one big fat war zone. I don't know how they're really actually gonna really truly recover. And there's just so many changes, so many businesses that were affected. And speaking of that, all these businesses that are affected, and I still think that a lot of people do not understand, uh, you know, what's better, what's, what has more power than a protest? You know, when, I, when I'm referring to a protest, somebody holding a sign, is the power of protest that what you can do by not partaking in a particular company, with a purchase, with support, with ads, with all of that. And I think going back to what I was talking about, the two anthems, which I don't, I, I don't understand the, the purpose of it. The song, I actually, I, I listen, I've heard this song before. I've listened to it again. It's a beautiful song, absolutely beautiful song. But if we are trying to address, correct, enlighten, educate on racism, to me, racism besides the obvious meaning is also about division. Um, so introducing another, I mean, there is no other national anthem. There is one national anthem. So now to segregate, because that's to me, I feel like I'm back in the sixties of, you know, we're gonna have black people on one bus and white people on another and black people are gonna be able to go to this, on this particular bus to go to the stadium and white people are like, I mean, I feel like that's where we're heading when we're talking about two national anthems. There's only one. And I think it's time. And I, and I do understand, I do feel for the people, like we're very confident. We're very postured. We know people do not agree with us.
0: Right. And we're
1: okay with that. And we're okay with that. The even term of the silent majority to me is nauseating. Now, I look at it from twofold. I understand that, especially, I mean, I can remember, you know, when mommy and daddy would have family gatherings, July 4th parties, our parents always had July 4th, and we had a a mixture of people. We had black families, Jewish families, um, Protestant families, like all, you know, Catholic families, all different people that our parents exposed to us that, that were their friends. And I do remember some heated conversations and I would remember, I can't remember, it might have been, it might have been Lois Rowe. I'm not sure. She was more like the peacekeeper, peacekeeper of when they all got together. And I I vividly remember her saying, you know, remember, you know, we don't want to talk about politics or religion. And some people still have that because they were taught that. You were, you know, you're taught that you know, there's certain subjects that you don't talk about. And I totally disagree with that. And I totally disagree with it because. You have to have the dialogue. And it's okay if it gets heated, as long as ultimately there's, it always winds back to that mutual respect that maybe you come out better for the dialogue, that maybe you learned something, maybe you understood how someone else felt. So I think kind of sweeping it under the carpet and not talking about it does a disservice to our country and, and to friendships, to families, but also to to not discuss that because to me that's a big piece if you want unity we're talking about unity one nation under god one color we're all you know we are all children of the lord regardless of whatever your religious beliefs are you know the golden rule being kind to everyone treat people the way that you want to be treated so why have the nfl now introduced something that is going to cause in my unless you know my feeling is going to Cause more divide. What what do you think about that?
0: Well, I will tell you this, and this is something that I wholeheartedly agree. You know, there's a lot to be said about the NFL, which I'm not going to even get into because I don't have all the facts. I do know some, but I don't have all the facts. But with that being said, if I if it continues where people are are and meaning some of the athletes are disrespecting our flag, I will not watch it.
1: No, and not only that, but they're a brand. Like LeBron James came out and you know, he made his statement. And that is the point where I got when I'm kind of getting around to about the power of a protest, which I feel is they're doing I don't see that they see the big picture. Because, like the country of Venezuela, which was a very, very powerful, uh, financially, economically sovereign, like just a just a a country that was going places, and 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 within really, when so quickly went down the tubes, because of the obvious that seems like it's coming over here now. The Le, the LeBron James, the uh, you know. The athlete, not only the athletes, the the Hollywood, the Hollywood elites, the NFL, the all these big big corporations that are not understanding that they're adding, they're adding to the fire with with more division. So for me, our birthday, our country's birthday, we have one national anthem. That that is it, and and the, the national anthem. Applies to every person to every person a hundred percent every person I just saw John coming through the window <laughs> go away no he 's probably all money, but whatever I feel like he can wait. he can go through the back door, but he's working so hard on the garden. what i 'm getting to is I don't see that that's a positive force that's not a positive forward. To actually make change in bringing and uniting people together, the the point of, the point of really education on racism, uh, racial profiling, um, and Chris gave some, some great great uh, examples We've, actually before we went on the air. you know we talked about him walking on the street, and he is a big guy he 's over six feet, big teddy bear and you know, talking about a gentleman, the gentleman usually walks on the side of the street closest to the actual street where the girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever is on the inside. And sometimes he finds he just gets the feeling like that he's got to even move further away. So, you know, the action, or he, he talked about a, a woman clutching her purse. These are all things of fear, and, and, and racism is really about, is a lot about fear. So while these these big corporations and or these, these movie stars or sports phenomenas because they are, they're talented, they have the power in their platform to help unite. And I think they're just adding to the fire of, you know, separate and division. And so that's why I don't understand the point of it, why the NFL would do something like that I mean, I know, I can think it's the old fashioned statement and I can't remember exactly what it was, something about like negative news is better than no news or whatever the term was. So I, I don't know if it's, you know, from a marketing standpoint that they think, hey, we got to get our name out there. You know, everyone's kind of joining the, the bandwagon because I think them, with the amount of money that is backing them and look at all the money that NFL makes. And I, everyone knows I'm a huge New England Patriots fan, was very sad that Tommy ended up in Tampa, but of course i in Florida, obviously I would go see him. And it's not even a question of that. I don't even have that passion anymore. I, 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 I love him. I love uh, what he does for any community he's involved with, but the actual sports, which, you know, and you know, and fun Sunday football at our house. I mean, we had that growing up and I continued that as I got older love sports. We're a big sports family. But I'm finding that they're not living up to the spirit and the passion of what sports does for people, especially in hard times. When when our country is when our country has been really in hard times at war, whatever, sports united us, brought us together. You have the rivalries, right? Of the different teams that you're rooting for, the different areas, you know, what division Uh, Same thing with colleges, same thing with, you know, sports unite us, like music unites us, art unites us. And I don't think the people that have the backing, the financial backing, the branding background are utilizing their power in a powerful way to help unite.
0: Right. And I have to give the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Jerry Jones, who recently said, you will not kneel during the national anthem this is my team i own this team and i really admire and respect him for standing up firmly to what number one what he believes in and i think he's a true patriot um i just might be watching the dallas cowboys who knows
1: There's actually another one. I can't think of his name. He was a player that owns a team now. And he said very, very similar. And I think that's what we need more of. I think when a lot of people talk about the silent majority saying you've got to speak out. Like we are in a really precarious point in our history that the forefront should always be peace, should be unite, should be celebration, equality. Yes, a country continually has to change. We learn from history. We know there's consequences from our history, but that doesn't define us going forward. We have the ability to change. And I think those that have the voice and the power and the money to actually put that change forward are doing zero, absolutely zero, zero for this country. And I think they're adding to the flames of division, of divide, of, you know, hatred. I don't see where those kinds of actions bring people together. I just, I don't see it. I don't get it. I don't know. The NFL, I've kind of lost respect for them when they kind of went flip flop, flip flop on on different stances of what they were taking. And to me, I mean, I can remember, you know, as a child doing sports, but even watching my own children do sports, We got what it was, literally, you, you, you went to the game, you stood up, you said the Pledge of Allegiance, or you heard God bless America. And now all of a sudden, that piece to it in some people's minds is vulgar. I don't get it. And I'm thinking, you know, especially after we chatted with Michael yesterday who did an amazing podcast. If you haven't caught caught that podcast, please do. It's also live on, uh, the live is actually on our Two Sisters page. You know, someone that was coming from, you know, a communist upbringing, you know, really added value in the, the honest of America, you know, going after your dream. And and actually, President Trump touched a little bit about what Michael was talking about, that we have the freedom to choose. You know, are there those parts of change that need to occur? Absolutely. But as I think as a whole, those percentages and stats prove it. You know, I, we, we often talk about that. We talk about the police brutality stats. We talk about the stats of racism and any percentage is wrong. We know that any percentage is wrong. One life on whatever of the evil side of the, that coin that we're talking about is wrong. However, that's not the predominant thing. So why not use this time where the country needs that direction, wants that direction and get at the table, have the dialogue, make the changes, but don't add more things to the table that are, are, are just not gonna get, no one's gonna agree on there. They're just gonna add more division, add more stress. So that's where I'm coming from, but I hope that people do celebrate. Um, a lot of people, a lot of the chat was to get rid of either Columbus Day or another national holiday for June June, uh, for 19, uh, June, June, I cannot pronounce the right Juneteenth day, which for 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 many for blacks they want to celebrate that, and I absolutely absolutely agree with that. We should that should be a, a holiday that should be celebrated as well. But I don't think that they should take another holiday away. I know that they. I think the argument was the cost, the federal cost. Who cares at this point? I mean. Really, who cares at this point? I think it's a great holiday to add. They should have already added it. And I hope everyone who makes those decisions will consider that. But let's add things that add are gonna add that are gonna unite. That would unite people. That's important to the black culture, but it should be important to the white culture to celebrate their day as well. Absolutely. You know, so I think those are things that unite people. They, they don't separate people, they unite people, but then adding another holiday specifically labeled. So what would be next? Do we have an Asian national anthem? Do we have a Jewish national anthem? Do we have a Puerto Rican national holiday uh, anthem? America, we're a melting pot of people. And the national anthem is about the melting pot of people.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. And I feel blessed that I'm an American, that I'm proud to be an American and for all that that stands for. And I'm so thankful for those who serve, who continue to serve and to the family and friends of those who have made that ultimate sacrifice. And for those families, that who their husbands or wives are abroad right now, and they are celebrating these holidays alone. Please know that you are not alone. You're in our hearts and prayers. And on that, that note, happy 4th of July, everyone. It is such a pleasure to be able to share what we are passionate about. <laughs> and it's always so amazing when we're able to come together and talk about things sometimes that are, that are uncomfortable, um, and we always welcome opposing viewpoints. So we respect your time. We want you to go out, enjoy the great day. It's going to be a beautiful day in the Northeast. We've had a lot of rain, but in any event, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva, reporting to you live from The Circle in North Haven, Connecticut. A lot oh. of-
1: and I'm Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss. We are going to be laying low. We're going to be enjoying. We're going to, you know, probably put on a lot of, a lot of American music and just celebrate in our birthday 244 years. 244 years. Let's all think of the, the, the men and women from our past, the men and women that are in our, our present, and the men and women that are abroad or around that are still serving today and will continue to serve to make sure that we have the rights and the freedom that so many other countries do not. And on that note, Nani Boss, live and out to Vero Beach, warm weather. I'm excited, gonna pull it today. You guys have a great July 4th. Don't eat too many hamburgers and hot dogs. As always <laughs> remember health and wellness. Enjoy. Of course, enjoy.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Have a great day, everyone, and we look forward to seeing you again soon.